What's up, everybody out there? This is the husbands from the marriage crew. We, I am Jesus Verdejo, Brian Johnson, Shana's husband, and this is uh, this. We're basically doing a, a great movement that is for uh, Christian married couples and anybody that's out there right now dating that is inspiring to be uh, to be married one day. Um, so right now we're just gonna talk about uh, the mission. Uh, our mission is. You know, just sharing real life experiences about our before, during, and after we say I do. Our goal, our goal is to be transparent, uplift each other, encourage, and help married couples relate to our experiences in marriage. So today, today, this uh, this right here is going to be kind of fun, bro. You get to hear our size of the story. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our wives, they led us to be by ourselves, so we're going to do what we do as husbands. And today we're talking about the part two of the main question that the ladies have. How long should you date before engagement? That is a, that is a very tough question. Uh, this is going to be great. So how long should you date before engagement? I will start, bro. I will start uh, again. My name is Jesus Verdejo. I am the husband of um, Mia Verdejo, that's my wife. And uh, as you all know, she shared uh, in her previous um, video that we that we dated for uh, for seven years. Seven, seven long years, and uh, it was all because of me. I just gotta, I gotta be real, bro. It was all because of me. Uh, at the time, we were in college. Uh, that's when we met uh, in 2006 at USF, University of South Florida, Gold Bulls. So, uh, you know, just me being a, a student athlete at the time, I was very focused on my career as a, you know, as trying to finish college and pursue the NBA. You know, that was my dream. And even if that didn't happen, I was still focusing on, while dating me, I was still focusing on making it, making it uh, professionally. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, seven long years I put me up to so much man for those of you out there that are men or even the even the ladies uh, if you're if, if you're you know uh, mate is putting you through a lot that was me that was me I was uh, I was very popular in school um, I'm not being cocky or anything that was just uh, reality and uh, I was immature you know I, I was putting my wife through a lot uh, emotionally you know, just being immature as a man, as a young male, I would say, uh, and not taking care of what needed to be taken care of, which it was knowing that I had a good person in front of me that God had put in front of me to be with me for the rest of my life. So I just kept playing around, kept playing around, you know, and uh, until eventually little things, uh, Brother Brian, started, started happening and I started noticing, okay, man, you can't be playing around too much um, with her. You know, I was going back and forth to Puerto Rico and overseas when I was playing basketball, and she was flying. You know, she was flying to see me and all of that. But eventually, uh, I will say that it was extremely real and serious when I heard uh, me at the time let me know, uh, you know what? This season, if we don't make this serious, bro, I ain't going nowhere, Sus. I'm not going over to Puerto Rico to visit you. And I was like, whoa, 
And I was like, you mean to tell me you're not coming to see me anymore? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, man, okay, so what do I do next? Well, a week later, I went, I went and got the ring. Hmm. A week later, hmm. when I got the ring, why? Like I said, little things started happening while we were dating. Uh, I saw a lot of similarities from my mom that she had. She was, she's super, super loyal. Very supportive of everything that I was doing. Uh, was pretty much my therapies. All, you know, as an as, as a athlete, you, you come home uh, with so much and she was always there for me. Uh, and it was other stuff. One time we even, one time I went to Miami with some of my friends and I got into a situation that, you know, I got in a, into a little trouble in Miami. Me, I drove four hours to come pick me up and my, uh, and my teammate at the time. And I will say that be, besides everything else that she was doing through our, our there in a dating stage, that right there was the moment that I said, okay, man, I know when I, when I graduate, I'm going to turn pro. I got to make a commitment to be with her for the rest of my life, which I still didn't do. But when she said, you know what? I ain't going to PR to see you no more. Hmm. Like I said, bro, I went, I got that ring, the, the ring a week later. And the funny story is what she didn't say, how everything happened. I took her to dinner. I had everything planned out. Took her to dinner. You know, very nice place. Uh, the restaurant was called Stonewood Grill. You know, and uh, dressed nice. Had the ring in my pocket. You know, romantic dinner. I already let the people in the restaurant know everything that was going on. But the crazy thing about it was that at the time, while we were having dinner, I just didn't feel comfortable doing it there. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of like got a little bit scared. You yeah, got cold feet. Yeah, I got that. cold feet. Not that I didn't want to do it. It's just that that setting, I thought it was going to be okay, but it wasn't the setting that I wanted. But I think it was all meant to be from God because she got so upset, Brian. She got so upset at dinner. She was expecting it. She was expecting it. it. She knew. She knew. After she said that, she knew. She she had a feeling, and especially that went to dinner, knowing that a few weeks later I was going to go to Puerto Rico. She was expecting it. Didn't happen. So now we're riding back home. Mm-hmm. We're in our car, riding back home. And all of a sudden, man, we're riding in the car. She went off. She went off. You did this and that. I can't believe you. I can I can understand. I don't know when you're going to be ready. This, she was crying. And I was just looking at her like, you just don't know. <laughs> like, you have no idea. So when we got home to our apartment at that time, you know, she kept crying in. She went into the bathroom, didn't want to speak to me, none of that. She was crying. And all I remember was, I, was, I got on my knees right outside the door of the bathroom. And I waited there until she got done crying. And when she opened the door, I'm talking about boo-boo crying. Mm-hmm. I let her know, don't you ever underestimate the love of a real man. And I had the ring ready. And she's like, oh my God. She got so happy, you know, with kids, we hugged. And immediately she wanted to call in her family. And man, that, it was a great night. It was a great night. So what What about you, bro? Oh, man. Uh, so crazy, man. Our story, just how I know. Um, you know, as you guys heard the story Shannon shared, we met when we was on Miami and spring break. Okay. And, you know, to tell you a little bit about me, uh, I was coming off of uh, before Shayna. I had been single for two years, 
but before those two years, I was in a relationship for five years okay. for with the woman I thought, you know, was the woman for me who I was going to marry. Mm. And, you know, once that relationship ended, you know, I basically cut loose. You know, I had been in this serious relationship. I'm in college. I'm a college job. Yeah. You know, um, and, and this back, you know, before I put on this weight, yeah. I had muscles. Yeah. So, you know, I'm feeling yeah. myself. I'm feeling myself. <laughs> And of course, I'm exploring the world, and I'm I'm getting to understand and learn more and more about women and their personalities mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And so, you know, I'll say I was a wild child for two years of my life. I was a wild child. Hey. Went to Miami doing, for spring break, and at the time, I don't know if this still exists, but at the time, that was the spot where you spend spring break at. Mm. It was Miami. Um, you know, I went to Miami. You know, to figure out what girl I could hook up with. Okay. You know, that's where I was at that place in my life. And I met a girl. I met a girl down there. Um, she was beautiful. And everything was set up perfectly for that night for me to actually, you know, hook up with that mm-hmm. um, young lady. However, though, um, that same night, I met Shayna in the club. And... You know, it's so funny just thinking about our story because when I met Shayna, Shayna was not trying to talk to me. You know, I had noticed in the club that, you know, she was just kind of standoffish, not giving any guys any attention. Mm. And that's the type of thing that turns me on. Yeah, yeah. Know? like I, I like a challenge, yeah, you know. Yeah, what's up right here? Yeah, and so, you know, when I see a woman in the club, just, you know, I don't understand how you can come to a social event and don't talk or... <laughs> You know, have no conversation or anything. So I see her just distanced from every man, just kind of isolated. Mm. Didn't really know what was going on. Um, but at the end of the night, I saw her. She was salsa dancing. And, and you know, um, only dancing I can do is a two-step. Hey. However, you're though. You're in Miami, though. Yeah. However, though, I'm not afraid to have fun. Mm. So I walk up and I just start salsa dancing with her. Mm-hmm. And I saw her when I was walking up turn her head. Like, she did not want to be bothered by me. Which actually turned me on even more. I was right. like, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I came close and I got in front of her face. And um, I just started salsa dancing. So I made her laugh. Okay. Made her laugh. And she told me, she said, well, if you're going to dance with me, you're going to have to button up your shirt. So she buttoned up both my shirts all the way up to the neck. Right. And, you know, and, and told me that in order to dance with her, I had to button up her shirt. I said, okay. Mm. Um, so we continued talking. And... I got her telephone number, um, and she called me. She's like, hey, can you come up to the room? Mm-hmm. And my, one of my best friends was there also who met her friend. So those two, you know, started getting to know each other. So, of course, um, you know, she called me to come up to the room. I'm thinking that, oh, okay, it's about to be on tonight. Okay. Well, the only reason she called me was because we paid for their taxi driver. Okay. And Shayna was expecting to get the change back. You know, we gave him $20 to drive two miles. So, okay. they was going to get the change back. And, you know, I show up. She's arguing with the taxi driver. So, we end up going up to the room and everything. And I'm thinking, like, okay, well, I had this young lady I was supposed to hook up with. That's right. where I was. Right, 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 right. But I bypassed it. Well, forget her. My friend, he has, a, you know, a friend. I have a friend. Well, let's go talk to them. Okay. We get upstairs when their hotel room, and Shayna comes out in her night clothes. And next thing I know, she says, all right, Jay, 
Good night. And she goes to sleep. And of course, I'm wondering to myself, wait a minute, that's not how this supposed to go. So those were some of the things that let you know, okay, this might be the one right here. It wasn't that, at that point, I didn't think that. In hindsight, yes. Okay. At that point, I felt like I wasted my time. So, that's you know, cool. I ended up leaving and everything. And my friend, he kept continuing talking with uh, the young lady he met. And so, um, you know, I was like, well, I'm done with her. Screw this. And then I ditched the girl I was supposed to be get up with and that young lady was texting me all throughout the night like okay. trying to figure out what's going on yeah. and I just kind of ditched her well that next day you know I never told Shayna this but I was trying to kind of like you know alright I'm sorry this happened blah 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 right. but then that girl started kind of basically pushing me to the side like you right. wasted you know my time um you know the next day uh, you know I'm like I'm done with Shayna I don't want anything to do with her that was a waste of my time. And my friend wanted to kind of continue talking with his, the young lady he met. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up going out to another nightclub. And my friend convinced me to pick them up with Shayna, who I don't want <laughs> nothing to do with, to go to this club. I do not want to oh, have man. anything to do with this. I'm the man. Yeah. You don't just push me off yeah. like that. I'm in Miami, I'll, too. I feel you. Well, we end up trying to find this club, but our GPS can't get us there. So we stopped at another club. Shayna was so adamant about trying to figure out how to get to this other club mm-hmm. that Shayna went and got directions wrote down on a sheet of paper. And me and Shayna went to the club and left our friends there. And that's where we all start, me and her started in jail. Mm-hmm. We actually started talking with each other. And, um, you know, man, I just think back in the beginning, I ain't never had a woman blow my mind the way Shayna blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Just so intellectual. You know, the way we converse with each other, sharing our stories. And we stayed up the whole night to where we actually, you know, watched the sun come up. Wow. Um, so to make this long story a little bit shorter, um, I ended up going to Miami, spring break, mm-hmm. trying to do what every young 20-year-old is trying to do. Right. 20, 21, I think I was 22 at the time, trying to do. And me and her didn't do anything but talk. We talked my entire time in Miami. And so my friend... You know, he wanted to fly his young lady down to continue getting to know her. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I got plenty of girls in Savannah. That's what I'm living in. I don't need to fly no girl down here. Why I need to do that? Right. Come on, man. If you're a real man, you can do it. Come on. I ended up doing it. But I told myself, the only way I'm going to buy her a plane ticket is I got to get to know her. I'm not just wasting money. Because remember, you know, nothing didn't happen in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got that in the back of your head. I basically got whipped. From a mental standpoint, to where all of the ladies that I was, you know, talking to and dating and things of that nature, I cut off mm. just out of out of nowhere, and I started talking with Shayna every single day for three months. Wow! So you guys dated for how long before engagement, and why? So we actually dated for I believe fourteen or fifteen months. I think Shayna's wrong what she said. Sorry, babe, but um. You know, uh, after three months of talking, she came to visit, and we uh, a stork brought us a child. Mm. <laughs> uh, we tried to give him back, but they told us no refund. Yeah. And so, um, we got pregnant kind of early. You know, mm. it wasn't necessarily intentional, but you know, we 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 had a certain level of energy like no other before. Mm. So, with that energy that we had, and I mean just an intellectual energy, can you imagine? Talking to a, 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 a young lady okay. for three months and not having every single day for three months and not having one single sexual conversation. Wow. 
Can you imagine that? I died a shark. I, nope. I could. I, I, if you was to ask me, could yeah. I imagine that? I would tell you, no. I don't understand how that's even possible, right. but that's what happened. We connected so deeply. However, though, we created this energy that when we did see each other, we, you know, I don't want to say, hey, we was in love at, at three mm. months, but we definitely, like, was, was we, we, that was a deep connection. Wow. Wow. But we got pregnant, and um, now life hit me with a ton of bricks. All right, I got a child on the way. Mm. I got to take care of this young lady, and I'm old school, so it's like, you know, I don't really believe a child could be taken care of if yeah. mom was not taken care of. So my mind was already, you know, I already had the mindset of even if we're not together, like I want her to be good because I got to know my child is good. And I'm fortunate enough that I was raised, you know, in a two-parent household. My dad was my world. And one thing he taught me that, I, that I'm more than confident in is about following. Right. So I'm about to be a father. Well, how can I truly be a great dad if his mom is not taken care of? Mm just so happy we loved each other but I think the thing you know most people would see well 14 15 months that don't seem like that's a long time but what made it a kind of like a long time was because we had a child mm. and so you know I wasn't necessarily thinking about money but I mean not money but marriage because of money right. and as a man you know our role is to provide, to provide. I felt like I couldn't provide so I was hesitant on marriage because I didn't want to make that commitment because I was so I was so afraid of like what if I can't take care of her and wow. you know and now that I'm married I know that you have to view that person as a partner not that you have to do it by yourself mm. but hey we can do this together but I was thinking of I gotta be able to handle it on my own. I, I see what you're saying. For me, you know, how did we prepare for marriage? I think it was necessary for me. I'll be completely honest, man. There's no way, you know, I could have been in your situation, which I understand. I wasn't nowhere near ready. I think it was necessary that I needed to have those seven years mm -hmm. because for whatever crazy reason, you know, I always look up from my, to my brother, you know, my only oldest brother. He's kind of like my a father figure in my life, role model, you know, everything. Uh, from fashion to music, you know, to, to haircuts, to playing basketball, to even when he got married. He got married at 28, 27. So in my mind, that was a number that I was looking for. And I, if, you do the, if you add up the numbers, that was around the same time that I felt like I was ready, you know, to, to get engaged. Now, let alone... <laughs> Homegirl over there, you know, my, my, my fiance at the time, well, my, my girlfriend at the time, she said, you know what? I'm not going back to PR if you don't. So, like I said, man, I think that was that was something that prepared me those seven years of immaturity. Hmm. I thought I was mature. I went nowhere near ready to be a man. I didn't know um, what it takes to be a man and to be engaged until I got a little bit older and now you've got bills. Mm -hmm. Now you live together for, for a while. Now you get to know each other, like you said, for you know even better, and eventually it, it, that commitment needed to be real. Yeah, man, it's funny you say that because I got an ultimatum also, mm. you know. And we was talking about marriage and everything, but I was just kind of like, you know, I'm not financially in the right position. But I do remember something, um, you know, right when she got pregnant, about a month or two months later, I started a hundred percent commission job. You know, no different than you starting a business, being a mm. being an entrepreneur. 
You know, this was going to be my opportunity to be able to take care of my family. Yes, sir. Most people fear that opportunity. They are afraid of it. But it's, mm. it's no different than starting a business. That's all it is. Mm. But it's great risk for high returns. Mm. Yeah. Well, when I told Shayna about it, Shayna, you know, she was so supportive. Because before that, I was talking about joining the military, and she shut that down. Like, she was like, no, you're not going to do it. She and until where she got emotional about it because she did not want me to join the military. Wow. You know, just the fear of the travel and everything that's associated with it. And high respect to everybody in the military. But um, she was so supportive. Like, babe, I support you. If you feel that's what you want to do, you know, I got into the insurance business. Right. You know, my dad was my biggest supporter. Mm. And, and Shayna was. And that was all I needed. So that was something that definitely let you know you know what that let me Did, know that right there her supporting you was one of the things that you knew she was the one yeah because folks like, I don't know if you guys know this or if Shana shared this or not but me and Shana was in a long distance relationship even while she was pregnant so mm-hmm. I was living in Savannah she was living in Virginia and I had so much support from somebody living in a whole nother state and you know we went through it like I didn't see her again I missed the entire pregnancy just because of the lack of resources That's and tough. funds. You know, I'm from the streets. I don't have a safety net. That's so you're talking about yeah. a, a guy who grew up with a dad who's his best friend, his world. Yeah. And with my firstborn, I didn't even get to see no doctor visits or anything. Mm. We communicated by telephone, by Skype at the time. Because at the time, I think, uh, I don't even think iPhone, uh, the the video on iPhone. Right, was. FaceTime wasn't even there yet. Mm. So that's how we communicated for eight months. Missed everything, but we communicated. And she stuck by my side during that just difficult time in my life. And so when she made that ultimatum, I said to myself, all right, I love this girl. And at the t- I was saved also. And this was really where I kind of made that commitment to God. Right, like, God, right. I'm going to trust you. Just please, God, all, I beg of you to right. give me, you know, the opportunity to be able to take care of my family. I was so afraid of not being able to that I placed that that problem that I thought was a problem mm. in God's hand because there's no problem bigger than Him. Mm. And you know, we we I went and I got a ring on credit. Mm. You know, I didn't have the cash at the time. I got a ring on, with a credit card. Um, Got a ring, went up to visit her. Right. At this time, similar to what you said with me, she's a little hot now because before I got the ultimate, ultimate I got a backtrack. I went to visit her for her birthday. Mm. And she thought that's when I was supposed to propose. Right, right. But we didn't talk about me posting proposal right there. So she got all her friends and family set up for dinner, and <laughs> I don't know I'm supposed to propose. We didn't talk about it. Right. Well, the whole weekend went by, I didn't propose, and she was hot. She was so mad. Yep. And I was supposed to propose in front of her friends when we had the birthday gathering, but we didn't talk about that. I didn't know. And that's when she had to ultimately listen. We got to figure out what we're going to do. This here, this here, this is over. And it kind of caught my attention like, what do you mean? We got a good thing going. What do you mean? I'm not about to continue living my life like this. If we're going to co-parent, we're going to co-parent, but we got to figure this thing out. That's real. Well, I went back home to Savannah. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, what I'm not about to do is lose my family because I'm scared. Mm. You got to take that leap of faith. And that's what I did. I got a ring. We went back up there for her family reunion. And she was still feeling some type of way. And she told me, all right, well, you're going to have to stay in a hotel 
wow. separated from us. You know, and I, she don't know I got the ring now. Right, but you this know? family reunion. Yeah, right she, yeah, this is a family reunion, and you're gonna have to stay in the hotel. You know, separated from us while we're up there. We're mm. not gonna be shacking up or anything like that. So I kind of got a little ticked off because my plan was I wanted to propose at the family reunion. However, though, our first interaction, she telling me that I can't be with my son, who I don't get to see. Wow. My son wow. is born now, and you telling me I got to stay in a hotel, and I can't even be with my son because <laughs> we long distance now. Yeah. So, uh, I had intentions on, I was going to propose at the family reunion in front of her whole family. Everybody, right? But now I'm a little ticked off, like, what? Like, I'm trying to be the best father I can, trying to be the best man for mm. you, and you create separation. So I proposed out of anger. We got in an argument. I walked outside so mad. I remember I called my dad. I'm using all choice words, just so ticked mm. off. And I said, you know what? Screw it. I love her. Mm. I walked back in. She's mad. I'm mad. I just got on my knees. She's laying on her bed. And she turned around. Don't can't even look at me. Turn around, babe. What? She's upset. Mm. Turn around, babe. And I'm on one knee. What? She got an attitude. She turned around. She, what is that? That's what she said. <laughs> what do you mean? What is? What do you think it is? Stop playing. I'm dead serious. I had the ring turned around when she just saw the box. Mm. And then I turned around, and she finally smiled. And she's like, "Are you for real?" Wow. Are you serious? And wow. she shed a tear. That's beautiful, man. And just like you said, how Mia started calling her family yep. and everything. Yep. Oh my God, we went. We drove from Virginia to Syracuse, and she went to. I, it was a weight lifted off of her. And we're in the back. And we're in the background. Oh yeah, King Kong. Yeah, King Kong. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, the man. I'm the man. <laughs> so yeah, man. I, I think, man. You, it's about when you feel you're ready. But right. that's what I was going to ask you. So what? What's, what's your advice for us? The crew out there and, and some of those men or, or even females that are going through um, same things that we went through. I'm not sure if I can give too much advice from a woman's perspective, but I'm definitely going to give advice from a man's perspective. Um, as you know, as a man, there are not a lot of great women out there. There's a lot of women who think they're great, but there are not a lot of just great women out there. Mm. And, you know, this woman helped me, you know, become safe. You know, I became saved as a result of her having to lead me towards that, you know, towards Christ. And um, I think the biggest piece of advice I have for men is, is you know, if this if that woman got her head on straight, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. It just depends on what your situation is. But I knew I wanted a woman who was ambitious, who dreamed, who wanted to have her own, mm. you know, to have her own career. You know, if, if they're... If they have all the tangible things that you want, you know, you can't be afraid to take that leap of faith because in hindsight, what I learned is, is you are partners. Mm. You know, you can't try to figure out everything, you know, separate, but you have to be partners. And if you have a great woman who, who has a head on straight, level-headed, you know, who's, you know, me particularly, I needed an independent woman, you know, I need a woman who can be independent, but we can be dependent for each other. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, you just don't want to don't don't string a woman alone if you don't really love her. If you love her, and you know, ideally, you want to have your stuff together, your finances, everything together. But I didn't. I'm a living testament. I didn't. 
we had a child and I had to figure it out and we had to figure it out together. Wow. Wow. And we worked together to build everything we have now to, you know, I always tell people, Zeus, Jalen is the reason for Caden. And when I tell people that, you know, Jalen is my oldest child who's soon to be eight years old and Caden is my my baby who's six months old. But Jalen is the reason for Caden. Jalen, by us having a child getting pregnant, mm-hmm. he helped bring us together. And I'm not saying that just because you have a child, you need to, you know, be with that that woman or man. But we truly loved each other. Mm-hmm. He helped tie that knot with us. But not even that. All our dreams and things that we wanted to achieve, guess what? As a result of having him, it made it that much more important. We created a sense of urgency. She got her second degree as a result. My career took off. You know, right. to where I'm still in this same career. You know, I haven't switched careers. I've been in the same career since same. 2011. That's real. You know, here it is, 2020 now. Yeah. You know, I've been in the same career as a result of that. And, you know, we've been able to build things as a result of that 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 child. Everything we wanted to accomplish to where we actually got into position to where, you know, my yeah. second born was actually playing. Like, we, we got our ducks in a row now. Yeah. And, and it's like it feel like we're honeymooning yeah, all over yeah. again. New life hey, brings that. You got to experience everything. That's that's great advice. I will say I will say for me, uh, the advice that I have out there is first of all, you know, uh, you got to keep God. You got to keep God in your mind. You got to keep God first to to show you the way and, and, and show you different things to let you know that that she's the one. Second of all. You know if she's the one or not. You know. You definitely know. You you know. As a man, I'm speaking only as a man. To you me, know. you to know. Me. You guys out there, trust me. You know. You feel it in your heart when she's the one. I knew that from the moment I met Mia, that she was the one. Although I was playing too much, I definitely knew I wasn't going to let that go. You I'm know. glad she stuck around. Oh yeah, I wasn't gonna let that go. But uh, besides that, uh, fellas, you know, you you know, if she's the one, if you guys are having the same, if you guys can see the same dreams and goals, and you and you share different things that are, you know, that are similarities, fall aligned. You get what I'm saying? Like my brother Brian said, if her head is, you know, she's level-headed. You know, for me, loyalty is big. Mm-hmm. You know, Mia, Mia is very, very loyal. And regardless of what her family or what your family, because my family was, you know, doubting a little bit, thinking about my professional career, her family on her end was more like, you know, um, sneaky, when I say sneaky, sneaky pressure. You know, every now and then, as the years went by, you know, they, they will ask, they will put me to the side and ask me those questions, you know, to, to, to see what's up. But it was all, it was all out of love. And I definitely understand that. And I never took it personal, you know, so do not worry about what nobody is saying. You know, she's the one loyalty for my, for me will be a big advice uh, for you guys. And, uh, and being supportive. That's 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 something yeah. huge, you know. And here's a tip I give to uh, any marriage couples that are watching right now. I think one of the biggest things that have helped, you know, our marriages, um, me and Zeus marriages, you know, I used to always tell my wife once I got married, you know, I didn't hang out with single friends like that. 
you know, I wanted to hang out with married couples. Mm. And the right married couples, though. But I, I know and I feel as if I really truly feel like our marriage marriages is thriving because we kind of connected together. Right. Like, by having friends who are married, similar kind of, you know, situations with children, you know. We're both kind of, in our. we're young, you know, we're both Christians. We're, we're, we're trying to, you know, grow together. And I can see, like, how we've both been able to just lean on each other and our marriages have, have thrived as a result of that. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be very mindful and very careful of what type of energy you bring around your family. And, you know, I'm about as sociable as it gets, but I have, uh, you know, I don't trust when it comes to my family. Right. You know, I don't have... A lot of patience. I don't put up with a lot of things. I'm sociable. I'm silly. I'm goofy. But I don't play with my family at all. That's where you see the the silverback, the mm. you know the gorilla come out. You know where I get a little crazy. Well, with marriage, you have to associate yourself. You have to befriend people, you know, who are similar to you to continue to grow in marriage. Mm. And that's kind of big advice I would give. That's the stuff. Well, and to to go back and summarize the main question how long should you date before engagement if i have to put it out there man there's there's really no time his his story 15 months my story our story you know me and i seven years but if i have to give you a number i'd definitely say date over a year the reason why is because when everything is going great you don't really see the, mm-hmm. the the true person, the true colors. I believe in order for things to go great, like to extremely extremely be perfect, you gotta go through adversity first, and that's when you really find out if that person is for you or not. Not to say that you may have you may you may be dealing with a relationship that is all everything is great and you want to move forward. So be it. But when those times comes that adversity hits. How are you going to uh, how are you going to react? So how long should you date before engagement? Uh, is is your own is your own story, man. You just got to take it as it is, brother. Keep God it in it. Yeah, keep God in it, and um, you can you can go with that. Um, I guess I close out yeah. with prayer. Mm-hmm. All right. Most definitely. Um, um Heavenly Father, we come to you this um, day to just give thanks for your grace and your mercy, Lord. We give thanks for the covering all the days that we continue to bring the ad that you set forth for us. Uh, Father, we ask that, you know, anybody that may be listening um, is able to receive um, this nourishment that you've been able to shed um, through us, Father. Um, you ask, we ask that you continue to keep us equally yoked with you, Father. We ask that you keep the viewers equally yoked with you, Lord. Lord, we are a Christian marriage. Lord, we want to continue to shed light and and speak on marriage, Lord, for what your will is. Um, Father, we just say thank you, Lord. We give thanks for this opportunity to be able to speak on this positive experience that we're having in marriage so far, Lord. And in Jesus' precious name, we pray. We say amen. Amen. And guys, for the crew out there, remember, please go to our YouTube page. On YouTube, our name is Real Our Way. Uh, I Instagram page is also Real Our Way. And for podcasts, it's in all platforms, man. You got to like, subscribe. Let's get it out there. Let's get it going. And uh, TMC, baby, all day long. TMC. All right.